Hey there, listeners. Welcome to Behind the Sass. This is going to be the second episode in what I'm calling the Working in SaaS series. Now, the last one was my job search update, and I had planned on rolling all this into one, but it just got to going too long. It was working too hard to cram it all in, and I might be hard-pressed to keep this uh, inside my somewhat rough 10-minute timeline. Uh, that's a long time to talk to yourself and maintain your thoughts. It's also a long time for somebody just to listen to one person talk about something randomly that they want to talk about. So today we're going to talk about what it means to work in SaaS, the great things about working in SaaS. I'll talk about some of the bad stuff in the next episode. But today, let's start with the fact that working in SaaS doesn't require any specific education. You don't get a college degree in SaaS operations or customer success. You can get a degree in marketing, but you don't get a degree in sales. Um, you can get a degree in product and code, but you don't have to be coding to work at a SaaS company. So there's two things wrapped up in this. One is that education-wise, a degree helps, but two to four years experience is also suitable. You can break into SaaS uh, really specifically around customer success and business development. These are the, the two roles that have the lowest barrier to entry because the skills you need are very transferable into other spaces. The other piece of that, that I mentioned there's two pieces, is that you don't have to learn code. I have to clarify this for people. I'm not a developer. I don't know how to build software. I've never written a line of code in my life. I can look at code and understand different pieces of it, but that's just because I've been working in and around software for 15 years. And my very first job was as a database analyst. I have a political science degree. I have a master's in communication. I don't have any technical education that gave me the ability to do that. It was simply right time, right place, right price. I think I talked about that in my last one. And we might look at uh, that in a future podcast, right? Like how do you level, level up your income in SaaS? But for now, you don't need a college education necessarily. You don't have to know anything about software development. You have to understand how SaaS works and you have to be willing to learn what you don't know. Now, those things being said, the other thing is once you get in, so maybe you're not crazy about business development or customer success, but once you get in the door, you can move around. It's not too difficult to make friends, build connections, show some propensity. There's always work to be done at a SaaS company, especially lower, lower size, smaller companies that are early stage. You're wearing lots of hats. You don't ever typically get stuck into a role very defined until the company gets pretty sizable. One of the beautiful things, I have been through data operations. I have been in customer success. I have been a knowledge manager. I have done enablement. I have been in reporting and Salesforce administration. I have been in channel resale support. I've been partner operations, which is where I live and breathe now. I've been in sales operations. I've done... Uh, product ownership. I spent two years doing product ownership, managing implementations, developing onboarding plans, uh, training content. I've been all over the map in SaaS and I have zero background for it. I kind of stumbled into it through that first job and I just fell in love. It's such a great industry. So don't feel like you need to have any of these prerequisites to get this done. The other thing is it's often remote, right? Um, getting into SaaS means typically working from home at this point. The pandemic really pushed that button hard and it changed life for the people like me that were already remote because people start turning on their cameras more now. They're more open to meetings just to connect and chat for a few minutes. Chat tools are more ubiquitous. It's just the pandemic has improved life, honestly, for the remote worker who was already here. And it's opened the door for lots more people to embrace the lifestyle. 
Now that remote work means you also get to work when it works for you. The flexibility in a lot of these roles, some of them, yeah, they'll be tied to a desk in terms of you need to be available from eight to five to manage tickets, but there's still so much flexibility in getting your job done. Adults are finally treated like adults. It's one of my favorite things about working in SaaS. I'm an adult. I get to manage my schedule. I get to manage my time. I have commitments I need to make. And as long as I'm keeping my commitments, I generally do not have a problem with getting time off or spending time at kid events during the day or knocking off early because I need to go commit to something or take care of an errand. I love the flexibility it provides. Uh, you can also go part time. Like it's entirely possible to work in a SaaS company part-time. You don't have to be full-time. You can negotiate that. Customer success, again, another great role for that if they're trying to fill slots. Those are harder to come by, but they're out there. It is possible. You can break in that way. Other benefits include this fast pace. Like if you like change, which I do, you can really enjoy the fast pace, innovation, learning new stuff. There's always new tools and new systems. There's always something to be improved. The projects are just never ending because you never find the perfect model. Every company is going to be a little bit different in how they execute different pieces. And so there's a lot to learn. And that's another thing. It's just so much to learn. A whole world of software out there, different industry specific. If you bring industry experience, there are certain companies you might work at. I tend to be industry agnostic, for example. My focus is really partnerships and partner operations without a specific industry focus. So no matter what you're doing as a company, I'm, I can kind of slide into those partner operations pieces or those partnership pieces to help build process and things better around that. That is kind of irrelevant of what industry you're focused in. But you can also become really industry specific if you want to as well. Um, that's entirely possible. I started in risk management information systems. I spent five years working in and around insurance data, pivoted to startup, and now I've worked in HR technology, CRM technology for the automotive space, CRM technology in general, MarTech technology, um, you know, kind of again, across the board. Uh, the rewards can also be really significant. And just in terms of like your financial compensation, what's really common, and this is something that people have had to get used to, is that you're not typically gonna be at a company for 15, 20 years anymore especially in SaaS, you go somewhere and you get started and then you'll find another opportunity to go take a leap and, and level up your career. You go through that a lot, right? I'll go from being an individual contributor to being a manager of a team in customer success. And that may not look like it's there for your team. So you go to another company and you do it there. Two to four years is a really common timeline to be at a company and you'll move. And typically with moves, you get raises. Uh, my first job was making $31,000 a year. I left that company, came back two and a half years later at $51,000. That's a pretty good jump for two years spent doing something completely different and then to come back into the company. But also not the biggest, not the biggest jump I've ever seen um, for people doing that work. So keep that in mind. As you gain experience, it might feel like you're starting slow, but you can level that up if you really focus and you do your learning. There's also really, it's a great community. Uh, the partnerships team in particular has been awesome. Um, since my recent layoff, I've just been really covered up with opportunity and conversation and encouragement to keep going, keep your head up. Um, here's a person, here's a person networking. It's just a phenomenal place because we all know what it's like. This cycle of growth and layoff is so known that it doesn't get held against you most of the time. I, don't, I, I haven't ever had it held against me. And people are very quick to jump out and reach because we all know what it feels like. We'll talk more about that in the risk side. Um, and finally, it's just innovative. Even in small companies, even in large companies, the innovation potential is there to continue to learn new things and change things. Now, what if you're not in SaaS? How, Aaron, how do you get started? That's a great question. Uh, today, I'm actually gonna spotlight a company that I have gone through some of their learning in the past. It looks like they've expanded their offerings. 
And this company is called Aspireship. Now they did not sponsor me or pay me. Uh, I am literally telling you this because I've gone through the content and I really like the model. I like what they're doing. Um, you can go to aspireship.com. That's A-S-P-I-R-E-S-H-I-P.com. You can see their plans. For individuals, you can actually go through customer success or business development foundations for free. Learn about the industry. Get ready and get equipped for your first job interviews. You can throw those completion certificates on your profile on LinkedIn, which you should be on LinkedIn if you're going to do this. And that can help you kind of level up. And then they also have a paid plan if you want, but you don't have to to get started. Um, I would definitely check that out and then start looking for communities. Partnership Leaders is another strong one. I'm in that one. If you want to work in partnerships, it is a phenomenal place to get connected and get involved. Uh, Partner Hacker is another great website that I'm on pretty frequently now as I'm looking for new content to go. There's just more. Rev Genius is one. Uh, Pavilion is another. There's just so many communities out there um, that are opening doors for people, helping people get equipped and learn and educate. You can go find that knowledge. You can do that. If you have any questions, uh, please reach out. Let me know. I've got time right now. I'm happy to, to answer a couple questions via email to just help people find the right path. SaaS is so great. It's not going to stop. It's going to continue to change and evolve because companies need talent and they need resources and they're growing and every day people have new ideas. Uh, so if you want to get into SaaS, it's great. There's a lot of things. And tomorrow um, or the next day, we'll talk about some of the downsides. So I want you to be fully prepared for what the challenges it may also provide. Um, but stay tuned. For now, good luck partnering.